A word of lip and a meditation of heart be now and always acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I express my delight at the privilege of being here with you at VTS, and I'm grateful to the Dean for his welcome to me as Dean Scholar, and to all of you for being such wonderful hosts and for taking me so generously into your midst. There's clearly no irony or even coincidence that this particular bishop is tasked to preach on the day when the calendar remembers Margaret of Scotland who along with St. Andrew is my other, my nation's other patron saint. Margaret was the English queen of Malcolm III, something that those who would wish Scotland to have independence might well remember. Born in exile in what we now know as Hungary, she was the person who, for all intents and purposes, saw to the Latinization of the previously hitherto ramshackle church in Scotland. Margaret was a, one, a woman of extraordinary personal piety. Deep devotion and holiness simply exuded from her. In addition to that, though, not in addition, alongside, as part of it perhaps, was a fundamental concern for social outreach, all of it born from the deepest of Christian conviction. And it was in her a pearl of great price. It was there from God, deep personal holiness and social outreach right at the very core of her being. Little wonder it is that a number of readings from Proverbs, not just the one you heard, but others as well, can be applied to her. Because the female personification of wisdom is a familiar theme throughout the whole of wisdom literature. Not just Proverbs, but others as well. And the qualities and the benefits of God's wisdom serve as an explanation of why the person who lives in God's wisdom is truly blessed by God, as indeed are those round and about. Not just, of course, for the innermost faith of the heart, vital though that is, but also for the evangelical, evangelistic, and social concern that comes from the heart of faith with its yearning to provide for those in need. And Margaret did indeed provide for those in need, not just a ferry service across the Firth of Forth for pilgrims needing to venerate the relics of St. Andrew, but for those near to her with neither the means nor yet the know-how to craft even the simplest of livelihoods from what meager resources they had. Margaret, being Queen of Scotland, was rich, and yet her heart was deeply touched by God. And from that 
touching by God came her care for the people of her nation. And as in like manner God called her, so she responded from the depths of committed Christian compassion. Margaret was like the person we heard of spoken of in Matthew's Gospel, who found treasure buried in a field. Now those who dig in the right places unearth treasure like this. And having done so, then commit themselves fully to owning it and then to living its benefits in a life of devotion to God and to the needs of the other person. Along with these thoughts, there is here also, let me say it, a conversion motif. Because at the moment, the day, the period of life, when God calls to you, reveals that God has treasure there for you. Now, it might well be hidden from sight, perhaps in the way you previously looked at things, but when you know that God has a treasure for you, you are changed forever. Because once you have discovered that there is treasure of this sort, and to know it to be from God, you will surely not stop at anything until you have that treasure, and that you then go every which way you can to hold it, and equally to share it. Such is God's grace of conversion, of change of heart. Now, the means by which any one of us have discovered this treasure will be as numerous as are the number of people in this room today. But the point is that once you've found that treasure and own it for yourself, it is something that you must live to the full. Multiply it twofold, tenfold, a hundredfold. You can do no other. In fact, you should do no other. So the pearl of great price bought by the rich merchant was at the center of our second reading. In that reading, Jesus applies this image to the kingdom of God that comes with the call from God to you to be his disciples for him in those places where you are called to be, where you are called to be in your heart, and where you are called to be alongside God's people. This treasure, this pearl of great price that you have in your possession, unlike other pearls and wealth, actually multiplies with transmission. Both this personal holiness and evangelistic outreach comprise the task of sharing the call of God that has come to you for others to be taken on board themselves. So it's missional as well. So taken together, giving all to possess the kingdom of God, 
taking it into yourself, the treasure that is his, by living it, by sharing its wealth with those who lack wealth, whether physical or spiritual or both, and by sharing God's call and handing it on to those who would receive it, was the message that Queen Margaret heard in 11th century Scotland. Hers, let me stress, was no distant call in a remote land far away. It is exactly the same call that comes to us today, here and now, to receive God's call as a pearl of great price, thus to share God's treasure of grace with each other and with everyone by whatever means we can. Amen.